the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. I'm a bad girl every night of the week. I'm especially bad when my partner in crime is back with me back in the house tonight. We attached your right arm. <laughs> I'm in such a good mood. Yes, I am. Oh, we haven't even made mention of the fact that Tuesday means tacos, right? Taco Tuesday. And it also means quack and the whack, right? Tacos and crack and, and quack and the whack. <laughs> It doesn't get any better than Gary and tacos. No, it doesn't. It couldn't get any yummier on a Tuesday than tacos and Gary Quackenbush. And with two his... of my favorite people that were both at my wedding. Of course. Absolutely. Wouldn't absolutely. miss it. Absolutely. Yes. Wouldn't miss it for the world. So I am just have a big smile on my face tonight because two of my favorite people are here with me in the house. GQ's not actually in the studio with us tonight. He's actually at a remote location, but he's with us in spirit. Glad to have you back with me my friend uh, this is becoming my favorite segment of the week because what you're bringing every week with the wacky news quack which is why we call it quack in the whack is just just a highlight of my week you got something wacky for us tonight to start off oh yes i have a few wacky things <clears throat> so if you start to look up laws it's it's funny you read i'll, I'll read you some of these laws and then you look at it and go somebody was upset and decided to go through the legislative process to make a law to prevent some offense that they suffered or, or their dog did or something. It's really funny. But <clears throat> so, in, so you need to know, in Los Angeles County, it is illegal to cry on the witness stand. <laughs> <laughs> so, Leave it to L.A. Right. So, <clears throat> right. I mean, so if that's the case, then, is if the attorney that's, taking you on cross-examination causes you to cry, does that mean he's complicit in that illegal activity? Right. Is he going to be in contempt of court? What happens? Right. And See, that's the thing. Then the bailiff arrests both of them. You made her cry and then arrest them. Well, and in L.A., that's the hub of the Hollywood industry, right? Everybody's an actor up there. You can't you can't go into the 7-Eleven and get a big gulp without being, you know, have, have the person behind the counter be an actor taking classes at night. So, I mean, why wouldn't everybody be crying on the witness stand then to try to shut down whatever the case is? I know I'd be bawling. I can I, I was a oh, when I was a kid, man, I got to do my chores every Saturday by by the pouring on the waterworks so do you andrea yeah it worked <laughs> of course it did my sister still complains about it <laughs> oh my goodness See, that didn't work for me my dad would just like go oh, whatever <laughs> but so you're right because it's funny when you think about the fact that somebody was so bothered that they actually decided they had to like go to the effort to make to come up with some legislation on this it's really kooky it really is <laughs> 
That's true. All right. Probably probably some law law court that got tired of seeing it. Who knows? <laughs> so the other so the, this this is like super important and super relevant in San Francisco. If you are walking your elephant down Market Street, it must be on a leash. <laughs> <laughs> this is so stupid. Of course, that's in San Francisco, right? The the complete right. land of wackos and fruits and nuts. The, so, oh, but I'm on a serious tip, though. I'm wondering. They used to have this like wild animal park up there. I'm wondering. Did they? Did that? You know. <laughs> No, they did. They used to. I visited once when I was a kid. I mean, maybe at some point. I've been there. I know. Yeah, yeah. Just to give them the benefit of the doubt, maybe at some point, you know, back in the day with the circuses or whatever, they had a problem with people with the elephants walking down the street. I don't know, Gary Quackenbush. I can't make sense of it. I can't. Okay. Well, okay. Just one more and then we have to get to the news that's not useless. Okay. So, I mean, the news that you can use. Okay. Um. I'm trying to appreciate this one, but I'm, I'm not sure I can. So in Dana Point, in the, in the town of Dana Point, mm-hmm. it is illegal to use your own restroom, to use your own bathroom with the window open. You know what? I'm kind of liking this law. This is not wacky to me, Gary Quackenbush. I am liking this you law. Can't. I'm liking this law. Well, you know, because... So what, Andrea, what if the window faces your backyard and nobody besides... Your I don't want to see any, can see it. I don't want to see anybody's business going on. I don't want to be affected by anybody's business okay. going on. I say keep right, your business that off. Andrea's <laughs> favorite new law, scratching it off right here. Scratching it off the wacky list. Andrea's favorite new law. Don't look in my window. That okay, you're right. That is wacky. That is kind of wacky, but uh, sometimes I like wacky. So, so. all right. Now we got to get serious wacky because stuff. we got to get into some news you can use because you actually were talking today about something that nobody I've never heard anybody ever in my life talk about and that's that powers of attorney need to be limited mm-hmm. explain well usually what people do is they just they'll say I want a power of attorney and the power of attorney document the example I was giving on my show today and I'll just I'll just do it a little bit different so power of attorney would be I want Andrew to be able to do something for me. I want Andrew to be able to sell my truck because I'm going to be out of town or I think it would be convenient. So I do a power of attorney and it says, I, Gary Quackenbush, um, appoint Andrea K as my attorney, in fact, to sell my truck. Okay. And I sign it, notarize it. That's a limited power of attorney. It lets you do the thing that I want you to do. What most people do, and I think, This is not a wacky law, but it's a wacky behavior in my opinion. Many, many people, many attorneys do this for their clients is they want a power of attorney. So they want to, they want to authorize somebody to do legal things for them. And so they give them a general durable power of attorney and general means unlimited. It's everything. So usually people check all these boxes and like I have a general durable power of attorney that I have for clients and I do it in very limited circumstances, but it's, it's like 28 pages of what they can do. It is literally everything that the person could do is now being assigned to another person. And I, you know, my point today is that is ridiculous. If you need a power of attorney and you're doing it for estate planning purposes, the only effect that the power of attorney would have is to manage or control assets that are outside of your living trust. 
So first question, why on earth would you have so much stuff outside of your living trust that you need a power of attorney? Right. And number two, if it is outside of your living trust, which I get it, retirement accounts are usually outside. Um, some bank accounts we keep outside for convenience. But why would you then sign a, a, a general power of attorney like to your daughter or your son or whoever your trusted you know, successor trustee or person would be in the future sometime after you become incapacitated or die? Why would you give them authority to negotiate your stocks, to buy and sell homes, to you know, invest in real property, to, to lean, to mortgage, to buy debentures, to, you know, it's like general power attorney gives people authority to do stuff that you probably never have done in your life. So I want to be much more careful. And if you want a power of attorney, let's talk about why. And Gary, you know, I talked about earlier on today on, on your own show, you should, it's not about mm-hmm. trusting, you know, I implicitly trust this person I'm giving power of attorney to. It's about making sure your family and your estate and what you want to pass on is secure. Exactly. And the thing is, we just don't know when things will go bad. Okay. Yeah. The example I have, and this is from many years ago, the client that I represented has passed away. Um, it was the craziest power attorney story I ever heard in my life. This it literally was the, the son, the dad had died years and years later. Son was helping take care of mom. And they said, we hate lawyers. Let's just transfer. <clears throat> let's transfer the house to the son. Um, and then mom can live there. Okay, that's totally fine. And then mom gave, so mom gave son the house and a general power of attorney over everything. Everything was fine. Bye. Then mom, about 80 years old, started to go, I'm really bored and decided to kind of go hang out. And so she would not go clubbing, but she would go to places, you know, to meet people. Mm-hmm. And she had met a, a person and her son was so bothered by his 80 year old mom going out and enjoying herself that he said, you need to stop. And if you don't stop, I'm going to evict you. So he did evict her. No. He said, I can do what I want. I'm 80 years old. He evicted her from her own house that she had given him. And he took all the money out of her bank account. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Totally, totally legal. 100% legal. She gave him the house. She gave him general power attorney. He had the legal authority to do anything he wanted. And so he took all the money. So we got brought in like, well, do you file a lawsuit? How do you do that? So we ended up, you know, working on a settlement. But it was... You know, originally the intention was, okay, you know, I'm going to help mom. I'm going to do this, whatever. And then he's thinking, now I am helping my mom. So from a personal perspective, I get it as, you know, with my mom, my mom, you know, she'd been divorced for a long time and she had somebody that started hanging out with her and they were walking around the lake and they were having a good time. And she'd always tell us what an amazing person this was. And for me, I was like, well, wait a minute, mom. You're 75 years old. What are you doing like that? And I'm like, Gary, shut up. She's 75-year-old woman. She can do what she wants. She's not unsafe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So how dare I try to restrict her behavior by doing something as dramatic as I'm going to kick you out of your house. But it happens. So that's why I don't like general power attorneys. And I don't like unlimited time. I like power attorneys that, that say what they need to say. <clears throat> Example, if I have a living trust, and I have all my property as much as I can in that trust. Maybe I have a bank account or investment account or something outside of the trust. So I give a power of attorney that says my power of attorney, if I became incapacitated, my power of attorney allows my assigned person to take my money out of my bank account that's out of my trust 
out of my retirement account and put it into my trust for my benefit. That's what the power of attorney said. So they can't take it and buy a house with it or mm-hmm. steal it. The only authority they have is to move the money in my trust. Mm-hmm. Now it's controlled by my successor trustee. And it may be the same person, but a successor trustee has a fiduciary duty and it's under the jurisdiction of the probate court and they're used to this kind of thing. So general power attorney in my book, forget it. Regardless of what Noah suggested. Right. Regardless of who it is, you know, and and the truth of the matter is, is one of the ways that instead of feeling guilty about it or if your family tries to hassle you on it, just say, you know what, this having restrictions and boundaries is actually a way to preserve relationships. Isn't it, Gary Quackenbush? Uh I agree, Andrew Kay. Absolutely. We have to have those boundaries and just saying, oh, yeah, I want unlimited power of attorney to go to my daughter. I I trust her. I trust her. That's great. But then what about? A divorce or a family situation or a debt situation or a bad decision or a a mental illness or, you know, whatever. How do you bring that back? How do you get that back? There's too many dominoes. Yeah, there's too many dominoes that can fall. I have never heard anybody talk about what where 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 power of attorneys can go wrong and that they needed to be limited, what they were and, and why they needed to be limited. First time, first time I've heard about this. So this is truly important news that people can use out there. So glad to have you here. Bring in the laughs and the important news that people can, can use. How can they get a hold of you, my friend? Easy. Eight, uh, 855 trust So 855-500-TRUST is my phone number. And if you just go to my website, all the information is there, GQ, like Gary Quackenbush, GQLaw.com. Thank you for being here. Just want to say also before you go, Thank Gary, you, that was friend. a great photo bomb you did on the dance floor right before you cut out, man. Loved it. That <laughs> was the best. I love that picture. Yeah, that was great. Right, you guys. Love you both. Love, love you. you Take it easy. Have a good rest of your night. Thank you. Take care. All right, now you guys, bye now. You guys stick around. I got had a, had a listener email me about this. Talk about crazy and wacky is a new California law coming up that has to do with your grocery bags. So stay tuned. More Andrea K. Show on the way. AK, dynamite in a dress, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her. Don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. There was an extraordinary admission today in, the, in a European Parliament hearing from a Pfizer executive. So you're going to want to stay tuned and hear that in the next segment. But we actually had a listener who emailed me saying that uh, during the show, email me at andreakshow.com. Uh, you can also call us at 888-344-1170 if you've got anything. Oh, but did you have a score update on the Padres and the Dodgers, my man? I do. I am watching it very closely. One for, you know, we got to let our listeners know what's going on, of course, but I'm a huge Dodgers fan right now. End of two innings. Dodgers two, actually top of the third now. Padres nothing. Mm, two to nothing uh, on Dodgers. Okay. All right, San Diego Padres. Good luck to you out there. Okay, so... um. Uh, anyway, uh, email me at andreakshow.com, 888-344-1170. Listener emailed me, said she went to the, to the grocery store and they didn't have any of the little bags. Now, these aren't the ones at the checkout. These are the bags over by produce, over by, I guess. Thin plastic bags the, that they, they the little by ones. produce and meats, right? And by produce and meats. Um, and she said that there weren't any in the grocery store. And then come to find out that Gavin Mussolini has signed into law 
uh, a bill. He signed this, I guess, at the end of September, but it's just now um, being noticed that. Excuse me. I have been suppressing a yawn now for like an hour. (laughs) Um, Signed uh, the bill into law that will require that grocery stores across the state phase out the small bags. Initially, it was supposed to be phased out right away, but the grocery store contingents, there's a, uh, the California Grocers Association had asked um, that it, the, the original timeline be moved to 2025, so they're going to extend it. It's, you know, which it's like, okay, if this was such a crisis, why would you extend it, right? If this was such a crisis. If it was urgent. Yeah. It, 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 yeah, it doesn't even make sense. If you could extend this, it's 2022. If you could extend this three years, then you're just coming up with crap. Talk about a wacky law. You're just coming up with nonsense, right? This is the kind of thing Gary Quack and I are going to be talking about 10 years from now, right? The, if it really you know, quack and the whack. environment, you're going to wait three years on this? Yeah, it's just it's stupidity on steroids. This is what the Democrats do. It's how, They literally sit around and think how they can seize control over our lives under the guise of um, public health or or safety. Uh, Newsom had said something about how these um, they fly around landfills and they fly out of trucks and they get stuck on gears at recycling facilities. I don't know where he pulled that one out of his out of his hair gel. I don't know where he got that. And it contaminates compost. It's a problematic product. And we want to that we want to get rid of. Um, it's so problematic. They're willing to wait three years to get rid of it. Uh, meanwhile, these little bags help protect um, from cross contamination of meat and, and other and other types of of groceries, and it's just it's just ridiculousness. It's all about control. This is what this is what climate change is about. It's a hundred just like gun control. It's about people control is what it's really about, right? So this is just some more California insanity. But don't be sitting back grinning, those of you out in another part of the country, because let me tell you, this is the no kind of it, California. That's right. This is this is some insanity that's going to be coming your way, especially if this dude gets to gets on the ballot. But you still don't and, think he's got a chance. Um, I think the more I think the more he continues with this kind of stupidity out here, you know, the more he tries to turn California, he is turning California into an abortion tourism mecca. Talking about, you know, perinatal, wanting to pass perinatal abortion, which basically means killing children after they're born. I mean, that's just barbaric. It's nothing on a national platform that's going to fly. No, no. I'm talking about wanting it to be a trans children sanctuary state where children can can get on some kind of underground railroad away from their parents and come here and seek sanctuary at 12 and 13. There's a there's a gal. Um, who posted, yeah, I'm going to call her a gal. I don't remember her name. She posted an article uh, talking about the reality of what was done to her. And after five years, uh, the five years of hormone treatments, she's got male pattern baldness. She's bald. Her voice is permanently low. She's basically permanently ruined her body and she regrets it. And she's trying to warn people this is medical abuse. It's murder, really, because the female that she was meant to be is gone. Gone. That's murder. That's murder to me. This is why I'm glad that when I was that kid that that there was nobody around to push me. My parents basically let me alone. And as is the case, 90 something percent of the time when children are left alone and they allowed to go through puberty, then, you know, their hormones kick in and they, you Most know, of us go through that awkward phase. Right. And and that's a part of it. It's like nobody's ever allowed to to to, to have a bad day anymore. You know, it's about the the. 
the cultural Marxist plan. Marxism is about promising utopia. There is no utopia. None of us get through this life unscathed. I know very few people that skate through elementary school, middle school or junior high, whatever you call it, and high school and college without some heartache, whether it means you're being bullied, whether it means you're going through a period of physical awkwardness. I did at the age of 13. I wish I could see me. I had a, I had a head full of curls. I looked like it was a mop. It was like Shirley Temple gone bad, right? It was like Shirley Temple Halloween mask. It was terrible. It was it was awful. Um, everybody I know kind of went through an awkward phase and you just, and it's, and it's a part of growth, growing pains, right? It's growing pains and the left are just exploiting this and it's, and it's absolutely tragic. Um, so I, how did I go off on that tangent from, how did I get there from grocery bags? <laughs> how, did I, how did I connect the dots from, from produce and meat, and meat bags? I don't even know. <laughs> oh, and I wasn't looking forward to coming back on a Tuesday. That's great. Oh, stuff. I don't even know how I got here, child. You know what we could do before we take a break and then come back and have to talk about SCOTUS and let's have let's continue to have some fun, shall we, at the expense of the crazy left. Here is Stacey Abrams. Last hour we told y'all about how the Biden executive order is gonna lift any restrictions from the FBI and the intelligence communities, whatever, to spy on y'all and to come after you. For one reason, it's about going after these horrible election deniers, right? Well, who's the OG of election denial? Stacey Abrams. And now she's tried to shift it and make it seem as though, oh, she didn't she didn't deny the outcome of the governor's race. She just didn't like all the voter suppression. So here she was today out on the campaign trail trying to equate um, not delivering like Uber Eats style food and water to people waiting in line to vote. Here's where she's comparing it to an act of cruelty that the Lord would not like. Clip three. And in an act of cruelty that the good Lord warned us about. If you read the Bible, there are at least two stories of making sure that we multiply loaves and water, that we create wine. I'm not talking about what we're going to drink, but the Bible is filled with parables about how we're supposed to feed and take care of one another. And yet on the day when we are deciding our future, they have made it illegal to get water or food in line. There's so much, there's so much to mock here (laughs) This was like a Kamala Harris, Joe Biden level, Kareem Jean-Pierre level moronosity kind of a kind of a statement. OK, let's break this down. Um, she's talking about this is an act of cruelty. The Lord warned us about. I'm not an expert in the Bible. I didn't go to seminary. Can you point to me? In the old or the New Testament skins where the Lord was like, thou shalt not. Is that, did Moses come down off the mount with the thou shalt not deny food and water to those waiting in line for election? I uh, read the Bible, uh, hmm. and New Testament, Old Testament. I, 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 that's escaping me. I don't remember reading that. And I'm not aware of a story that multiplied loaves and water. I'm aware, I'm aware of the loaves and fishes. Uh-huh. <laughs> and wine, but not the kind you drink. Yeah, um, so there's another kind of wine. Apparently. <laughs> Oh, what the story of the multiplying the loaves and fishes was about was the Lord meeting our needs and trusting in the Lord. It didn't have anything to do with an act of cruelty towards people waiting in line for elections. Have you ever I went the first time I ever got to vote. I was an LSU student. 
didn't have a car, no money, right? I mean, I lived my life on campus at LSU unless a friend happened to take me somewhere. To this day, I cannot tell you how I managed to make it to downtown Baton Rouge and to in the middle of a, of a class day with no transportation and no money to get there. Nobody, no friends of mine that bothered to cared about voting. And, and I don't even know how I got there and I had to wait in line for hours to get there. And did nobody offer me a lucky dog, uh, uh, a po' boy, or a bottle of water, okay? There's nothing in the Constitution that says that you you have the right to some snacks. Thou shalt be fed in election lines. (laughs) Act of cruelty. It's an act of cruelty for me to have to listen to you, lady. All right, we're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to get serious now. Something serious happened. At the European Parliament hearing involving a Pfizer executive. So come on back. This is the Andrea K Show on AM 1170. The answer, San Diego. Andrea K, telling you like it is, all while eating a donut. The Andrea K Show on the Answer, San Diego. Hey, Andrea, on the football thing, when they first started showing up in LA and San Jose in the early 70s, they did a daily death report on the children they were killing. These dogs have a snap temperament. They can be as sweet as a pussycat until all of a sudden they just snap. And after about five years of reporting the deaths on the news, they felt it was bad news copy, so they quit doing it. But the deaths continue. So this is nothing new with pit bulls. I would ban them at every public event. If I owned a public event, they would not be allowed. Thank you. Have a great show. Bye-bye. Don't forget to talk about... Biden talking about nuclear holocaust and the end of the world. Thank you, caller. Um, I I didn't hear that Biden referred to nuclear holocaust and the end of the world. We're going to have to research that caller and we'll make sure we talk about it. Uh, you took a news um, uh, timeout, um, so I, I doubt you heard the story of a mom. Yeah, I was completely off the grid. Yeah, uh, there was a mom. This is what the caller was calling about. There was a mom who suffered bite marks from her two pit bulls all over her body as it took her 10 minutes to try to stop these pit bulls that they had owned for eight years from mauling her two-year-old and her five-month-old. And both children were killed. Oh. And this story broke last week. I don't know if it was Thursday or Friday. So I put it out there to the to the listeners whether or not they thought, you know, that, that the breed should be banned. I think they should. I, I absolutely do. I would say my initial reaction is it, the breed also depends on the training, but I've also heard probably more horror stories just from that particular breed. I would lean towards banning them. Yeah, they are not. And, and I don't want to spend too much time on it again this, but, uh, you know, if you haven't heard this story, I need to follow up with the mom that I just they own these dogs for eight years. It's a myth that the only pit bulls who attack are attacking because they were raised by some gangbangers, you know, out of East L.A. and raised to attack. That's family not the owned. situation. These were family owned and there's been story after story. And um, I think it was Michael Schwartz from uh, San Diego County Gun Owners who posted on Facebook that you you cannot train away a dog's instinct. You can no, try if, to control if their it. their instinct is to be vicious like that, I mean, that's who they are. Yeah, and there's no life that's worth that 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 risk. Are there other breeds that will will attack? Yeah, but name another one that can that that can take your face off, take your head off, or take your throat and out. And it's being reported over and over again. Yeah, so that's what that caller was about. Um, speaking of killing, how's that for a segue to the shots? Um, 
I'm not sure what this European Parliament hearing was about, um, but evidently there was a European Parliament hearing and um, someone who was in the meeting got a Pfizer to executive to admit something shocking about the vaccine. And we're going to let you hear from from his mouth. His name is Rob Roos, I believe. I thought it was a great job on his part. Yes, please play. If you don't get vaccinated, you're antisocial. This is what the Dutch Prime Minister and Health Minister told us. You don't get vaccinated just for yourself, but also for others. You do it for all of society. That's what I said. Today, this turned out to be complete nonsense. In a COVID hearing in the European Parliament, one of the Pfizer directors just admitted to me, at the time of introduction, the vaccine had never been tested on stopping the transmission of the virus. This removes the entire legal basis for the COVID passport. The COVID passport that led to massive institutional discrimination as people lost access to essential parts of society. I find this to be shocking, even criminal. Please watch the video until the end. Voor u, mevrouw Smol, heb ik de volgende vraag waar ik een duidelijk antwoord op wil. And I will speak in English so there are no misunderstandings. Was the Pfizer COVID vaccine tested on stopping the transmission of the virus before it entered the market? If not, please say it clearly. If yes, are you willing to share the data with this committee? And I really want a straight answer, yes or no, and I'm looking forward to it. Thank you very much. Um, regarding the question around, um, did we know about stopping humanization before um, it entered the market? No. Uh, these, um, you know, we had to really move at the speed of science to really understand what is taking place in the market. This is scandalous. Millions of people worldwide felt forced to get vaccinated because of the myth that you do it for others. Now this turned out to be a cheap lie. This should be exposed. Please share this video. It was all a lie. Every bit of it. Biden, Rachel Maddow, Fauci, all over the U.S. government. They're still pushing this shot on people. And here is a Pfizer director saying flat out it was never tested for transmissibility. So when they told you that if you got the shot, you couldn't get it or give it. It was a lie. There was no ounce of truth. No ounce of truth. And it was with in, uh, knowledge of it being a lie. There was no misunderstanding. This is why Pfizer went to a court to try to hide for 75 years the truth about these shots. And why did they lie? Why did they deny proven therapeutics? Why did they kill people and tell healthy people you couldn't resume your life? We couldn't get back to normal until we got the shots because this was how they were going to usher in control of the not just societies, but the world. This was the power it was given them to have complete control. This wasn't about rushing to the, at the speed of science. There's a video going around of Fauci, Fauci saying many years ago that it, it, the average time to market of a shot is 12 years. They rushed this out so that they could exploit this virus for power, for the Great Reset. And now that the truth is out, we still have people being fired. We still have requirements of people that they show proof in order to be able to move about in society. I'm not going to give any any details, but I was just, just made mention of something that I was asked to go do next week. 
to make sure. I'm going to get the details, but it was um, making sure that there's proof of vaccinations. I have not gotten the shot and I will not get the shot. And there's absolutely nothing that anybody can convince me to do to get the shot. And anybody demanding the shot of you at this point is a liar. Because they know the truth and all they are is a participant in the attempt to usher in the new world order with complete control over our lives because the shot gave them, it, it got us to submit to the government having control over our lives and our bodies. Then we were supposed to have the COVID passport on our phones. That, that would be the, the means to get us all onto a digital profile with a cashless society and that every aspect of our lives would be governed by that digital passport. We wouldn't be able to make a decision, get a job, buy a piece of produce, do anything without approval from the government. That's the end game. And that's how they were using these shots. Still is the end game. And it still is the end game. After Hurricane Ian, Biden calls up this this um, safety diver. Those ones that rescue divers that jump out. I, I knew a rescue diver once that worked for the, for the Coast Guard. He had broken every bone in his body multiple times because it's like jumping into a wall, it, it concrete, right? And no matter how trained they are, you're out there jumping into these rough waters and, you know, it, it's bad on your body, right? This dude, this Coast Guard rescue diver, I guess there's video of him hauling people in wheelchairs. I mean, what he put himself through, how he risked his life to save people in this hurricane is astounding. And when Joe Biden called him to congratulate him, he said, you know what, Mr. Popo POTUS, what nobody, I'm about to lose my job because of your shot mandate. And let me tell you, when I was out rescuing people and and risking my life in order to save others, there wasn't one of them that asked me if I'd gotten a shot. The tyranny is still continuing in spite of the lies. And where is the Republican Party tonight on this? Where's Nowhere. the establishment? Nowhere. And where was Miss, Miss uh, Tulsi Gabbard when she said she was leaving the Democrat Party? Did she mention anything about COVID? Did she nah, mention anything I about recall, the shots? No. Not a word. Not a word. That's the last word for me in this segment, but we're going to take a little break and we come back. <sighs> Sometimes it's not what cases the Supreme Court will hear. It's the ones that they refuse to hear that really tell a story. And we've got that topic to share with you when we come back. Don't go away. This is the Andrea K. Show on AM 1170, The Answer, San Diego. Andrea K, bringing the world a much needed reality check. You're listening to the Andrea K show on the Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K show. Um, evidently, it's been uh, 50 years since the um, plane crash. I believe they were were they soccer players? There was a movie about it um, that had to do with the plane crash survivors from the movie Alive. Did you ever watch this movie? I think I have seen it. It was based on a true story where the... I didn't know it was based on a true story, though. Yeah, I think it was... um, There were 45 occupants, 16 made at home. It was a 72-day ordeal. 
And the movie was a 1993 movie called Alive. And I believe they were they were some kind of athletes. They were on a plane. Um, they were a rugby team. That's what the article says here. Um, they were flying on an amateur. The plane was flying an amateur Uruguayan rugby team and family members to a match in Chile. None of them were dressed for the cold. So the plane crashes up in the mountains. And um, they ended up having to... There was cannibalism involved. I'll just say that. And um, it was just a really difficult movie to watch. And so um, the survivors are recalling their um, glad to be alive. But what a harrowing story. Um, sometimes they say, what's that old saying? Truth is, is stranger than, than fiction. Yep. That was that was a crazy, strange story. It's amazing any of them made it out alive. But it just goes to show that some people have such a will to live, you know, that they're willing to do anything. And I, I reported a story last week that was sad to me, uh, Skins, and it had to do with this young gal who was 18 years old. And she had, um, when she had, I don't know if you remember, there was a terrorist a- attack in a, in a Brussels airport back when she was 18. And she's now 20 uh, in 2016 and six years ago when she was 24. And she just had struggled so much with depression as a result of that, even though she wasn't damaged and the terrorist attack and uh, good old uh, European socialism, no God, no belief. They were like, here's a suicide pill. Let's just help you end things. Uh. And I just thought how terrible to be that young and, and be hopeless. That just breaks my heart. It just breaks my heart. No so, one should have to go through that. No one should have to go through that. And and I'm glad that we have a society that tries to reach out to people to say, you know, look, you know, we va- we value life here. In the United States in general, there are pockets that don't. And I would still say overall, that's true. Overall, that's true. The majority of the American people are not on board with this late term abortion nonsense. You can find conservatives that will argue whether or not in vitro is immoral or whether or not commercial surrogacy, which is what's going on. People, I'm just going to pay for a surrogate so I don't have to, you know, get stretch marks. You know, you can you can argue whether that doesn't have anything to do with abortion, but. You can make an argument that, you know, taking the morning after pill might necessarily not be a life at that point. But there is so even conservatives can argue over some of those things. Um, but there, the vast majority of Americans say absolutely no to this late term abortion business, that it's that it's infanticide. And that's why, and it's important that after overturning Roe v. Wade, as we go into the midterms, that we recognize that and we remember that. Carrie Lake did a beautiful job uh, while you were out last week. She was asked at, at a press conference by a reporter about her extreme pro-life position, and she's like, "Have you asked?" My opponent, Katie Hobbs, for her extreme position, why don't you ask her and then get back with me? Because I think her position is far more extreme to the American people and and far outside the mainstream of the American people because she believes that you ought to be able to take the life of a child at any point up until birth. Okay, that's extreme. That's flat out murder. Okay, that's that's a human being that's a couple inches away from breathing fresh air. That's murder. I love how Katie talks. Yeah. So um, so SCOTUS. They declined to hear an appeal on whether or not fetuses are entitled to constitutional rights. Just flat out decided to hear the case. Now, let me remind you, when Roe v. Wade was overturned, it was overturned on more legal grounds versus anything that had to do with fetuses. It didn't. uh, Overturning Roe v. Wade had nothing at all to do with fetal rights. It had to do with where did this decision belong? And it belonged to the states. Um, 
uh, the the uh, it was at, at, at a, they turned down what they did was they turned down an appeal request by Catholics for Life and two women that were challenging Rhode Island's 2019 law codifying abortion rights. The women were challenging a lower court's ruling, which found that fetuses lacked the proper legal standing to challenge the state law codifying abortion protections. Uh, recently, Rhode Island abortion law stripped their unborn fetuses of their personhood by repealing older state laws that established that human life begins at conception. It was argued that human life is a person under the 14th Amendment. Uh, and this challenge comes after the Supreme Court avoided the subject of fetal personhood in its decision to overturn Roe v. Wade earlier this year. I mean, if not, if they're not going to hear this, what will they hear? Do we not need to? Do we this not? This is one of the issues. Right. We're talking about human beings. Do, does our Constitution not say you have the right to life? liberty and the pursuit of happiness so should not therefore the supreme court hear an argument that has to do with life yep i may be over without hesitation i may be oversimplifying it but it seems pretty straightforward to me even you know even if they don't rule the way we want them to yes this is a pivotal issue they need to take the case right you know hear an argument make a decision and see i'm always going to wonder now whether or not they went ahead and came back with that Roe v. Wade even after the draft leak, even after, a, a, you know, a, a assassination attempts, even after all the pressure. But, you know, I, I, it, I'm still. And how is it that we don't know the name of the leaker at this point? Still. How do we not know? You know what? That tells you that it's somebody that uh, why would they be protected? It, to me, that tells me that it was um, somebody close to Roberts. Because otherwise, I mean, and and it could be a Democrat, but Roberts is such a Democrat himself and such a phony that he's just going to keep it hidden from the American people. Let's just brush it under the rug. Week of, we should have known the name. We have to, I have to assume at this point, since there's been no identification, we've not even heard, it hasn't even been told to us that this person's been identified, and yet they've, it would be one thing for them to say, we found out who the leaker was, we're not going to name this person publicly because there could be repercussions on this person's life or whatever. Um, But there's been nothing. That tells me the person's still there. Which means that this court is, is compromised. And that makes me question why they're not hearing some cases. I don't have I don't have any trust in in, in the court, in spite of the fact that they overturned uh, Roe v. We Wade. got one decision that went our way. Yeah, and, or the and, way I should say the way of of the American people. And granted, it was huge. Don't get me wrong, um, but this is still a head scratch. This is a this is a head scratcher to me. I mean, they're hearing cases that have to do with the EPA and stuff, and uh, that it's like, but you're not going to hear about fetal rights. For, for human beings. Crazy. All right, tomorrow's hump day. Dodgers and we'll be five, back. Padres nothing. Dodger, Dodgers five, Padres nothing. All right, and the inning is? Right now we are in the, uh, oh, I can't find it, but five nothing. All right. Well, we're done with tonight's show. We're, we're inning is out. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.